Um, I hope everyone had a wonderful 4th of July weekend. Um, this is the greatest country to ever exist. I am a proud American citizen. Um, I love this country. I will die in this country. Um, I'm just very proud and I thank God every single day and night that I was born here and that I live here. Um, I'm just extraordinarily thankful. So I hope everyone had a great weekend. Um, let's jump right into it. Okay. Um, where to start? Yeah, let's just go and start here. Black veteran celebrates the U.S. You're not born into a caste in this country. You're born into opportunity. Despite its warts, America has proven to be the best place on the planet for others like him. Black combat veteran tells Fox News. A black combat veteran celebrated the United States and the opportunities it gives to people in a Fox News Independence Day special calling America, quote, the best place on the planet, end quote, for others like him who choose to pursue opportunity. Fox News contributor Johnny Joey Jones sat down with fellow combat veterans Frank Oakley, Julie Sanchez, Jacob Schink, Schick, and Jeff McDonald to share their stories of service and what Independence Day means to them. Quote, for me, this is in fact over my lifetime the land of opportunity, Oakley told Jones during a televised sit-down. I've seen other places. You are not born into a caste into this country. You're born into an opportunity. For the most part, if you don't even be conscious of it, uh, uh, you don't even be conscious of it. But if you work hard, do things that you should be doing, and that is not joining the crowd, be able to focus on what is right and versus what is wrong, um, the opportunities are here and for you in this country. This is absolutely beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. This is very true. This is why people come here to America. Here in America, it, it, it's this, this idea that you are able to pursue opportunity. The idea that you are able to, you know, just because I'm born poor doesn't mean I can, I will die poor. I have an opportunity. I have a chance. I'm able to do something. I'm able to make something of myself. There's, there's, it's not fate. Well, there's, there's, there's just, there's just nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do. You know, it was really interesting in the, in the, in the colonies during the days of the Salem witch trials, um, you know, with Puritanism and all that. One belief that they had was kind of in fate. They said, well, you know, and it's actually interesting. If your house were to get struck by lightning, the fire brigade would not come and put the fire, the, they would not put the fire out on your house. If other houses around the area caught on fire, they put out the, the fire on those houses and your house would burn to the ground. Cause they'd say, well, that's, that's just fate. God just wanted to punish you for some reason. It's in his will. That was the idea of many countries. That was the idea of many places at the time. Um, what makes America special is that it's like, no, you are, you are in charge of you. You are able to, to, to 
stand up and you're able to take what you have you you everyone is dealt a different hand of cards but you are able to do something with whatever hand you're dealt you're not you're not stuck to being poor people say the rich get rich and the poor get poor no that's not true in this country the rich get rich and the rich get richer and the poor get richer Um, it's really just incredible what this country does, what this country is, what this country means. No, no country has contributed more good into the world ever. No one country, no one country has ever been more desirable, um, to get into. No citizenship has ever been more desirable than being a citizen of the United States of America. That's what we have to understand. And that's what we have to um, teach our children. Not this critical race garbage. We need to understand what America is and the opportunity that we have here. That I have, that you have. This is this from Sanchez. America has given me everything, Sanchez said. I'm living the American dream. I own my own home. I'm raising my kids on my own. I have a good job. I'm the American dream. My goodness. I just, I, I, you might not be grateful, but I am. I'm telling you, man. I haven't been to other countries and I, I, I really don't want to go to other countries. There's there's really nothing outside the United States that I want to see. Um I just what what we have here is just so special. Because I'm a history buff, I understand what makes America so special. I understand what makes America so desirable. I understand what makes America the land of opportunity. Why people are will the people are willing to risk their lives just to just to get on American soil? People people get on people get on poorly made rafts made out of raincoats from Cuba to try to get over here. And there's a huge wall in in Cuba. In case you didn't know, there's a huge wall blocking. Uh, the, the side that's closest to the United States, there's a giant wall there. And there's a lot of security there. And there are people who are willing to die. They're willing to put their life on the line. They're willing to lose their life for the opportunity to be here. What does that tell you? Ah, oh, man, I'm telling you, man, this country is really something else. We have our flaws. We have our issues. We have our problems. You know, it's 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 like this. As of right now, um, the the best team in the NBA, we're, we're just going to go off last year's championship, okay? The Lakers. Because they won the 2020 championship, um, they won the finals. They are considered the best team in the uh, in the NBA. Now, does that mean they have all the best players? 
No, it does not. It just means that what they that what they compile, that what they put together, the team, the the the, the players, the coaches, the 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 training staff, the assistant coaches, the ball boys, the general manager, the the people who work in the office, the owners, all them come together and they collectively are the best. That's what that means when people say that America is the greatest country. Ben Shapiro, Ben Shapiro uh, gave a similar analogy when talking about um, the uh, the Washington Nationals, how they how they were the best team in baseball. You don't have to you you might not be the best in everything. America is not the best in everything, but collectively. Economics, politics, culture, just every, everything combined, rights, all that combined, we are the best. Okay. Now, what do I want to get to next? Okay. You know, there, there really are people who are considered the elites there are the elites and there are the rest of us and it matters people say oh you're doing us versus them because because there's a difference in how the vast majority of us live versus the others live when the lead author well let me read this MSNBC host Doubt's crime spike says her friends aren't affected. Interesting. When the lead author of the 1619 Project said that the American people are making too much of the historic surge in violent crime, MSNBC host Joy Reid agreed, saying that none of her friends had been affected. Again, elites. Pulitzer Prize winning author Nicole Hannah-Jones of the 1619 Project who just received tenure at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, began the conversation by chalking up uh, national concerns about the mounting death tolls to media-induced hysteria. She tweeted an, MB- an ABC News story that number of Americans seeing, quote, crime as an extremely serious problem in the United States is at a, a more than 20-year high, and added, given that actual crime is not at or near a 20-year high, not even close to it, where do you imagine these perceptions have come from? Media cannot help itself. Wow. Um, let's listen to this. Solid inquiry. This this from Joy Reid. Inquiry. Um, I've seen more TV stories about crime than the actual anecdotes from friends in New York City or other big cities bear out. I mean, summer is when crime always goes up and Shark Week happens perennially, despite the rarity of actual shark attacks, but it's odd for sure. See, here's what am I saying? You and I are normal. We are are considered normal people. We see, we see crime. We saw, we saw what happened in, what was that? Was that Walgreens? Walgreens or CVS? In San Francisco. Those are just everyday people going about their day shopping. And they, they see crime right in front of their eyes. They see these things. 
they are in, they are involved in these things. And here you have Donald Trump. People say, oh, Donald Trump is one of the elites. Donald Trump is not one of the elites. The reason Donald Trump was hated was because he went against the elites. Donald Trump, he may be a billionaire, but he was able to relate to the average American. That's why he got elected. People say, oh, it's it's because of white supremacists that he got elected. Do you really think that there's that many white supremacists in the nation? Or do you think people looked at him and said, you know what? He's thinking exactly what I'm thinking. He's saying what I'm thinking. He's someone who's willing to stand up for me. I'm someone who works in middle America. You know, you know, you know, I've had relatives or myself, you know, I've had my job relocated. Bad policies have, have affected myself and my family. And I, and I don't like it. And here's a man who's a billionaire. A man who owns planes, hotels, suites, golf courses. And he is talking to me and I feel like him and I can easily have a one-on-one conversation and he understands me. He is willing to fight. He's willing to put aside his billion-dollar, multi-billion-dollar business. He's willing to lose money. He's willing to lose money to fight for me. Wow, that's really something. There was there was an interview, and I'll, I'll try to find it. There was an interview that Donald Trump did with Oprah, maybe. One, maybe 26, 27 years ago. Um, and he talked about, uh, uh, Oprah asked him, um, and if you, by the way, if you guys are hearing, uh, popping in the background, those are fireworks. So just so you know. Okay. But there was, there was a, a, um, there was an interview with Oprah and she asked him, uh, would you ever run for president? And he said, and again, at this time, he was a billionaire. And it was, and he was like, if the, and I'm paraphrasing, but he said, if the country ever got to a point where it was, where I thought it was bad enough and it was going to fall off a cliff, I would run. And that's what he did. He came to fight for you. See, Joy Reid is one of the elites. She's able to sit there and just be like, no, there's there's no problems. Crime crime isn't crime isn't a major issue. People aren't really concerned about crime. It 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 doesn't really matter. I mean, yeah, it's summertime. Crime goes up. People, you know, and you know, you know, Nicole Hannah Jones. Given that actual crime is not at or near a twenty year high, not even close. Uh, to it, where do you imagine these perceptions have come from? Media cannot help itself. In 2020, there was an unprecedented murder spike in major U.S. cities. Wow. New Orleans-based crime analyst Jeff Asher took a closer look at the number of murders in 57 major American cities and he found that the number of offenses grew in 51 of them. Remember, he looked at 57, looked at 57, 51 of them, the number grew. 
He only focused on agencies where data was available and most of them had figures through November or December of 2020. Growth in violent crime varied by city with Seattle seeing a 74% spike in homicides between 2019 and 2020, while Chicago and Boston saw their offenses grow 55.5% and 54% respectively. Elsewhere, Washington, D.C. and Las Vegas saw growth in their murder offenses, albeit at a slower pace of less than 20%. Mm. New York's homicide count went up nearly 40% with Mayor Bill de Blasio, stating that the figures should worry all New Yorkers and it has to stop, even though they decided to defund the police over in New York. Interesting. Yeah, this this has to stop. But what are we gonna do? We're gonna def- we're gonna we're gonna take away resources from the police. That's a good idea. We don't want we don't want New 